0: Hello, racing fans. Edison Hatter back here. We got an add-on to this week's uh, first over episode. Obviously, we had a cancellation of that Friday, December 23rd card. So um, myself, Mike Probozzi, Garnett Barnsdale, we're back here again just to discuss the new mandatory jackpot high-five payout. Again, a reminder, it's over $336,000 in carryover money, and that money will now be paid out on Boxing Day, Monday, December 26th. That is a 1 p.m. post-time uh, 12th race will be that super high five race. And we've got a field of 10 here and, uh, Garnett I throw to you first, since you're our local Mohawk expert, I'll ask you for what it's worth. Do you notice any differences to the fact that this race will go off at like 5 PM in the afternoon versus 12 AM? Does the track play any different in the daytime cards in your experience?
1: Uh, you know what? It all kind of depends on the wind usually. So I would definitely be watching that to see if there is any wind and how it plays, but daytime versus nighttime shouldn't really matter. Well, at Garnett, uh, who do you use in this race? Uh, what was your
0: chicken construction ideas here? And I guess so. we don't have to worry about second tier discussions here. We only have a field of 10 this time around.
1: Yeah, I only really see two horses possibly winning. Both droppers. Three Highland Beach Lover, who went a big trip from the 10 all last time, tired after cutting a 55 half. Uh, last time, you see, he raced around this class three starts back. He was an easy winner at actually 12 to 1, which is a bit weird. And, you know, the four-second bruiser is really interesting to me. I don't know if you guys remember him at the end of his two-year-old season. He was very lightly raced, but he completely dominated the grassroots. Then at three, they got a little more ambitious. Um, they tried him in some golds. They actually won a $99,000 gold in his uh, fourth start of the year. They tried to some beach somewhere, and then he kind of disappeared after finishing uh, fifth in that race. So uh, his four-year-old season has been kind of up and down, but this is a monster drop for this this uh, horse, um, he's never raced this low in his life since his basically his maiden race, which he lost. And then he, after his maiden race, he proceeded to win through, uh, the, the grass roots. So I think you have to use him in this spot. It's kind of now or never for him. Uh, the way I kind of like the one, a little bit, um, century Hannibal to sit a good trip. I'd like the nine better. If he drew better, uh, I'll get my own. Thanks. I think he comes in off a really good mile. But I'm going to use him underneath. So my ticket that I posted on DRF's $120. This is how it looks: three four, with one three four nine, with one three four five seven eight nine, with one three. Sorry, with yeah, that's right. With one two three four five seven eight nine, with one two three four five seven eight nine. And all that being said, I think I'll also play around a little bit, just using the three and four, like in the first and second and first and third slots, and maybe betting some extra tickets. I think that's where you got to keep.
0: Yeah, so it definitely seems like it has the potential here. I think to be a uh, maybe a little more formful of a race than the one we were looking at on Friday night. Uh, Mike, did you see it that way? And, and maybe that's kind of why I think I'm going to personally be trying to single in on a couple combinations that it will probably be a little more formful than others.
2: Yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit off off uh, line here, and and this is an easier race. I feel like than the Friday night race was. Uh, these these horses are a lot more. Consistent. Uh, I think that you know a lot of these horses have a hundred starts, so we know what they are. Uh, we know where they kind of fall in, and uh, I, I do agree with a, a couple of uh, Garnett's opinions. And that's uh, you have to kind of make a decision on Second Bruiser. Uh, the, the race, you know, on December the seventeenth was basically a prep, and he was in a, a really tough spot there with Woodmere Steel Deal and Rocking and Talking. Uh, kind of just, I watched the replay back. Stayed off the gates. Took it easy. Uh, was battling a little late, though. Just it seemed like that they wanted to get something out of it. So that last 16th of a mile, they did kind of pop the plugs and and battled a little bit. Much better s- spot now. I would expect a little more forwardly placed. He does get a little bit of a setup, too, because you have speed horses in the race. Century Gigolo, Highland Beach Lover, uh, even going fast has been showing speed. Forefathers in the race, he's been known to go fast early. There's a lot of speed early, and I feel like that, he gets the right setup if he's gonna win and and he's gonna be tough. I think you need to use him, but I'll use another horse on top, and that's the nine. I'll get my own thanks, who was parked every step on December seventeenth. and Bayfield Beach was a double entered there, ended up getting a perfect setup. Uh, but this horse raced really well, made a big move after he there was a horse that was kind of dead in front of him and kind of faded off, uh, basically took itself off the track. He was straight into the bid and attacked the leader. Ended up opening up a, a big lead in the stretch only to get picked off by Bayfield Beach. It was very well men in that race. So I, I feel like that he probably he wants to have that speed in front of him. He wants to kind of sit and make that one big move. I like McNair getting on here. He should be close enough to make that move. It's just a matter of is he going to hold on as far as underneath. I'll try going fast off the driver switch. Uh, I'll try the seven Hervey Hanover, who is a consistent He has eight wins this year, but he fits at sort of any level and he's going to get a trip. I don't mind wild river bumblebee. I didn't, the horse is racing really well. If you look back at that line on December 10th, that race set up for closers and he ended up finishing second with a huge, a huge trip from the 10 hole. He's been drawing poorly and McClure gets back to this horse. I like that one. And then, uh, Let's see. so and the three also I'll use. Highland Beach lover, uh, this horse is capable of beating these horses. This horse is capable of setting a fast pace, but hasn't been finishing those last couple miles, albeit versus better horses. You have to use that horse. So my ticket's seventy two, four nine on top, two, three, four, seven, eight in those next three slots, and then i'll I'll end up with the one in the five in in the fifth spot for the last one, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine. it's seventy two. I'll probably, like Garnett said, mess around with the four and the nine in those first and second spots. I feel like one of those two has to finish in there and uh, give it a give it a shot. This is, this is a good race. I think you can make a little money here.
0: Not a whole lot for me to add in there. I think Garnett uh, pretty much shared some of the same thoughts as me. Three, four for me on top of the ones I look at and then underneath one three four five seven one three four five seven one three four five seven eight nine one three four five seven eight nine so a lot of similar horses what we've discussed the only difference between mine and garnett's is uh 5760 for mine so i want a little more economical underneath than garnett did when it came to us uh, spreading in those other positions but um either way definitely a sequence i think that i will and sounds like you two as well will be playing some of our more favorite combinations more than once maybe to try to hit this several times, should it come back uh, somewhat formful. But you know, even with a formful result, when we're talking about $336,000 of carryover money and much more to be added in new money, um, it still will make for a significant uh, payout. So, I mean, we saw that at Rosecroft uh, Thursday night with our jackpot high five, 107000 in new money, 35000 carryover. So it's kind of, you know, do the math out times 10 for this pool, and it still paid $1,400 for 50 cents, despite being the first favorite four to five over the second favorite nine to five and i think they're basically the only two in single digits so and an eight horse field so i mean jackpot high fives just do pay if you can get yourself a winning ticket so that's definitely our goal on boxing day monday with this carryover sequence um but before we wrap up here with this brief little recording garnett mike i know you two both handicapped the rest of this card for your doings. so mike did you have any other quick thoughts on the rest of the card for best bets or anything
2: uh, I mean, the early pick five looks a, a little bit like a bunch of favorites in there. Uh, I'm not too crazy ab- about that early. It's, it's a good card, though. It's a typical Monday card. It's kind of trot heavy. And uh, I don't have a particular spot play or anything to give you here. Just, you know, it's the day after Christmas. Uh, it's a big holiday in Canada. Afternoon racing. There's there's big pots to shoot for. So uh, just, just get in and, and mess around.
0: Garnett, any other Boxing Day Mohawk thoughts from you?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll give you a spot play. The valedictory final. I like, I like the three horse ultra image. Has not been tried at all yet in this series. Uh, came into it off a month off. He's been he's been way off at the quarter in both starts. Uh, I think he he was pretty good last week. Closed made a nice wide close. He's going to be a good price because the un, unbeaten unsung hero who won both legs will probably be about two to five. I'm going to bet ultra image in the valedictory final race nine. All right. Well.
0: With that there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's a good quick 10-minute look there at the Boxing Day program, Woodbine Mohawk Park. Uh, they'll have a 12-race program. Race 12 will be that Super I-5 carrier. You heard us discuss 11 other races to make some uh, good wagering opportunities. There is, of course, a couple college football bowl games on uh, December 26th, opening day at Santa Anita. So all sports, sorts of great action to get ourselves into after the uh, Christmas holiday here. But uh, with that, that'll do this quick little recording. Wish everybody, again, a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas to those that celebrate, and we will talk to you next week for a final Mohawk show and a final Meadowlands show of 2022, New Year's Eve racing at both places. We'll talk both cards and we'll talk to you then.